Welcome to the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast, episode 70, The 4T Syndrome. Welcome to the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast. So, um, with everything going on in the world, we kind of wanted to talk about one of the syndromes that Dr. James worked with the most, um, one of the ones that caused the most stress, and he actually gave some of the symptoms. So I'm going to read the symptoms to you from his book, Out of the Reality of Verbal Therapy. Um, so it affects an estimated 99.9% of the population. Costs to treat are estimated to be two-thirds of the gross national product. There's no definitive cure, but inroads have been made in its treatment. No social, cultural, or economic group is immune. It drastically affects the decision-making process. Those afflicted have a fear of being considered not normal. They exhibit an unconscious attitude to have or to do everything that everyone else has or does. And in its advanced stage, the conviction of knowing everything there is to know, their fantasy point of view has become fact to them. They show a marked intolerance of persons with differing opinions. And that is called 4T syndrome. And if you haven't heard what 4T syndrome is, it's TV tells the truth. Um, so right now in our world and everything going on, we're bombarded with um, just all sorts of things. So we wanted to talk about a little bit about how you can avoid the stress that comes along with with that um in fact dr james would have people come in to see him sometimes and they would um really have a whole lot of stress problems they'd be really anxious and um you know in the last couple of months i've really noticed a big increase in that with everything that's going on uh with coronavirus and um you know the lockdowns and quarantines and things like that and um one thing that Dr. James always told him, and it made a night and day difference for almost anybody that would do it, is to turn off their TV. Um, it, just turning off the TV made a huge difference. Well, I think it's interesting today, though, because it's not just TV. So back when Dr. James wrote his book, TV was the main source of information. So the news channels are reading the paper and stuff like that. So that so TV brings a lot of information into the home. But nowadays, the Internet brings in so much and you get to hear so many varying opinions from all sorts of people. So so whether um, you're so it's more like technology for the 4T syndrome now rather than just TV, because um, your technology brings so much into your home that otherwise would not normally be there. So if you're being fed the fear through your Facebook feed, whatever your friends are sharing, in their Facebook feed or Twitter or or wherever else that may be that you're seeing things um, it helps it to go viral and which is funny with illness being in the air that viral is a word we use for that but it helps to to bring it into our homes and to keep the the stress in our homes up especially if you have young people um, in your home children and everything if they're watching the news with you or seeing anything that's going on in the world today their stress levels are going up too so that's it, it can keep them in fear when um that's not a very safe place to be yeah and even if you're not talking about it with them sometimes they can 
they can feel it coming off of you, the fear, or or if like um, like in our house when me and Lynn are talking about it, uh, a little while later, one of our you know our seven or eight year old will come up and talk to us and and they'll say something about what we were talking about and it was like you know we didn't it, we didn't say it to scare them but sometimes things like that can scare them um so one of the things we want to talk like because being informed and, and being up to date on everything may be very important um but you know we, we live in a world right now where it's a 24 7 it's a constant news cycle and it's a constant bombardment um but there actually were studies and they found that people who watched the 10 o'clock news just before going to bed actually did not sleep as well as people who didn't or if they watch a scary movie before going to bed that the it, it affects their sleep so if you feel you have to um you know if you have to do that facebook you know get your facebook time in um or watch the news or whatever um make sure you schedule it for a short time and um we would suggest doing it first thing in the morning or early in the morning so that it's not something that disrupts your sleep because um you know we've done several podcasts on on sleep and sleep is extremely important for your health and something really necessary yeah yeah so the um definitely in the a.m works but that may not work for everyone necessarily you need to find out what time of day works for you to not stress you too much um for me personally when i get up early in the more early early in the morning like 5 a.m um that's not when i would do it i would do it before noon like like um but closer to noon for me personally just because then it's not controlling my day it's after I already got started with my day rolling the way I want to, but some people they need it first thing so they can make their decisions for the day. So you need to find out what time of day works best for you, but the studies definitely hands down show not to do it late in the evening. That that just really, I mean, a kid that goes to bed on um, something stressful like that is more likely to have nightmares and anxiety and sleep problems and happiness the next day will not be near as good if um, they were watching or hearing those kinds of things. So I know sometimes dinner time discussion can turn to something like that. I would actually suggest, so one of our counteractive things we can do because we do have to keep up with everything um, that's going on in the world, a counteractive thing that can help to offset it and make it so it's not so negative in our home is at dinner time, instead of discussing like all the news of the day, do that at lunch or breakfast or something. But um, at dinner time, I would discuss the positive things, positive things in your day, your gratitudes. Some of the, I mean, even though we're stressed, we're all at home together, we're all whatever. What are the positive things? about being at home what are the positive things it's done in your in your home in your community in your country in the world what i mean focus on some of those positive things before bed especially if you have people that are hypersensitive to the negative stuff um in the evening do those kinds of things and it makes a huge huge difference in how um in how your day can play out to focus on some of those things. That makes me think of my daughter the other day. She was having a nightmare, and I don't think it necessarily was tied to us having discussions like this, but you know, who knows, with all the energy around and everything. Um, 
But she'd had a nightmare about zombies. <laughs> I was like, zombies? How do you know about zombies? And she says, oh, somebody plays this game with these zombies. And when she was describing it to us, it's a game that um, some of the older kids in the house play that we thought was very... It's neatly like, done and not scary it's colorful cartoony. it's happy it's cartoony it's everything but she was having a nightmare that the zombies were trying to come get her brains for whatever i can't even describe the entire thing because i don't understand the game very well and everything so i sat down with her and i used the technique of gratitudes and reversing things so i had to first find out what kind of things were in that game so she got to talk about what kind of things there were in the game and we had to ask some of the other youth in our house okay what what's involved in this game and then we started talking about well what things in the game destroy zombies so then um they got all excited about well these things destroy zombies and these things destroy zombies and all sorts of stuff so then i told her well let's rewrite your story then instead of the the zombies are going to come get you what kind of things do we need to put in your backpack that you're going to take into your dream with you that are going to protect you from those zombies and it was amazing to watch her transform with putting those positive things in her backpack. So, so how, Jim, what are some of those positive things? I don't know the game well enough to remember. What kills zombies? Oh, they're like pea shooters and... Yeah, pea shooters. There was something um, in it that made, that turns mushrooms. all the zombies to be on your side. Yeah, I'm not magic mushroom or something. Magic mushroom or something. So I sat down with her and she doesn't write a whole lot. So we drew pictures of these things of what would kill those zombies. She went to bed so excited and okay that if she had a nightmare again, that she could handle it because she had all these things in her backpack. So today we want to empower you guys with things to put in your backpack so that no matter what 4T syndrome brings into your house, whatever your technology and your things bring into your house, how you can um, counteract some of those things and activate activate the positive side because there's enough negative in the world and with the virus going around and everything, you can't control that. You can't control if you're going to get it. and Well, you can control a little bit of, of your wellness, but if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Even with all our safety precautions, after all that we can do, sometimes our loved ones still get sick. So, so we want to talk about some positive things that can help to counteract that because... Well, and prevention is the big thing about it. Like, yeah. basically do, all, doing all of these things that we're going to talk about, it's it's preventative. It's, it's you being active, proactive, being active in preventing whatever's coming and whatever you're having to deal with okay so so in starting talking about some of those things i guess we have to kind of define what those scary things are so for a lot of people um the most recent calls we've gotten because some of the states have decided to states in america have decided to um open up and let people um open up their stores or 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 their businesses or go to the beach or or whatever it is they've decided to do that and that stresses some people they're like why are they letting them do that the virus is still around well the virus is still going to be around for a long time we can't stay locked up for forever but what so we've had to talk to some of them about what kind of things can they do to keep themselves safe especially if they have family members that are um in the category that are really it could really really make them sick if they catch it so what are some things that they can do to empower themselves and their families to stay safe 
no matter what the government decides, no matter what the neighbor decides, no matter what is going on around them. And, um, and we have a list of some of the things that they have helped us to think of that work for them and some of the things that we have been suggesting to people. So there's the things the government puts out and that and that everyone says, wear your masks, which is great because it takes you from a, um, a, poss- a 70% possibility of getting it at Walmart to down to a much, much lower number if you're wearing your mask and washing your hands. So wear your mask and wash your hands. Those are just a given, um, keep yourself safe and healthy and um, knowing the numbers on the news doesn't necessarily affect if I'm gonna wear my mask today or not. I'm just gonna wear it because I wanna keep other people safe if and keep myself safe. But then what are some of the other things that? Well, and also doing that, it's, it's empowering to you to know that you're putting forth an effort. Mm-hmm. Um, just just the mere fact of doing an effort. Um, so another thing we talked about is curbside pickup. Um, a lot of companies are really starting to do it. Um, some of the big box places have been doing it for a while. Um, you can order online or call it in and they can bring it out to your car um, and you don't have to have any contact with anybody. Um, yeah. I had a friend that talked to me the other day, something along those lines. She was um, really concerned and actually upset. She was she had been very, very stressed, many things on top of each other, but she had had to go grocery shopping and she was in the store and she said people were so careless and bumping into her and they weren't keeping the six feet distance and all sorts of stuff. And it totally drove her, drove her emotions through the floor. I mean, she just emotionally could not cope. And the things that it made me think of, because I know she was in one of the big box stores is if she's truly that concerned because she has a husband that she needs to be concerned about what she gets exposed to um if people are truly that concerned order online walmart i had never thought about using their curbside pickup i I don't even know if that's what they call it Um, but uh it's been around for quite a while i had a friend a year ago that was homebound and couldn't get out. And she asked me, hey, can you pick up a few things from Walmart for me? I've already ordered them. All you need to do is pull up. They will bring it out to the car, put it in your trunk and you drive off. And I said, okay. And that was totally weird to me and and seemed really odd, but I did it anyways. And I was so impressed. I was very impressed at how seamless that was and how um, I didn't have to walk in and pick out her groceries and do any of that exactly what she wanted. And however their system works with that was put in my trunk and we were able to take it and just take it to her house and it was taken care of. And it was awesome to know that that it is awesome to know that that's available and there's stores that are providing that and that just had the forethought to even have that going on in the first place. And I know Amazon, even though they're they're a little slower than they used to be, they're still, you can get so much stuff from them. And if you're really worried about um, getting exposed to something, avoid public places like that as much as possible. And that just puts it in your own hands. It's very, very empowering. To be able to do that, to not have to go in and touch everything and to to see it and to be bumped into by by people who are who carrying who knows what. 
Well, and that, that leads into another one of the, the things that we were talking about. Because um, quite often, Dr. James would say, if you have a weakened immune system, and there have actually been studies on this, if you get out and serve others, it builds your immune system. It, it builds mm-hmm. it up, and you're actually healthier from serving others. Um, and that can go both ways. So if you're really concerned about being out in public, um, and you have somebody that is not as at risk or um, like a friend like or a, friend a family member or, or something. something, let them go do that shopping or just go pick up that food for you because it's going to, you're giving them the opportunity to serve you um, and it basically helps to to boost the immune system, but it also can um, protect you if you feel you need that. Yeah, and vice versa. If you are not one with a compromised immune system and you know of someone that is by offering that service to go pick those things up for them so that they don't have to go out and um, be exposed to those things either. So you so you take it into your own hands to keep that safe. So uh, another thing on that line is um, when I was talking to another friend of mine, um, she was concerned because she still had to be able to pick up her medications and stuff. And um, in the course of our conversation, she was able to come to the realization that maybe she needed to switch where she got her medications to somewhere that had a drive-through so that then she did not have to walk in and through a store and stand in a line and whatever to be able to get her medications but that she would be able to use to take advantage of a drive-through for that yeah. which is invaluable I think well, it's like our, our daughter did that for a friend too the friend had had come down with bronchitis and with everything going around everybody's really concerned and they so they checked her she does not have coronavirus but she needed the medicine for the bronchitis but the the, the doctor said, don't go into any stores, don't go into the pharmacy, don't. And so she was just at a loss at how to get that. So our daughter went, picked her up and drove her to, to the drive-up pharmacy to pick up her medicine. Yeah. So, um, yep. So that is a wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to do that. And another one that I really like. So it's really hard because so many places are closed right now. I feel so bad for the places that run restaurants, for the people and and um, families that run a restaurant because the restaurants are really suffering right now because people can't go eat out. Part of eating out is eating in their restaurant, not just picking it up and going home and eating it. So they're really having a hard time with that. So another thing is if you decide that your family does want want to eat out it's wonderful to look in your community and find out what kind of places are open. not just McDonald's and Burger King because we know they're open for the first time in my life I've seen lines of people standing in line because we're in a college community um people standing in line at the drive-thru for a restaurant which is just really a new crazy thing and with masks on and stuff but um take advantage of those find out the places because there's actually a lot of places that have even started doing delivery even though that was not something their restaurant normally did just so that they can stay afloat but also that they can help to serve the people because not everybody knows how to cook very well and it can and mom's cooking can get old sometimes when it's what you have constantly or whatever so if you're if you need some different foods or for some different things because we've actually i've talked to some people and they figured out their um 
their diet and their plan and they could actually order a meal from a place from a restaurant instead of going into a grocery store and they would divide up what they ordered and it would last them like three days so then they got this amazing meal already cooked and ready for them and they love leftovers and it provided meals for them and it helped to support a local business and um, so it was a win-win thing and they weren't sick of just the same old food and they didn't have to add that stress into their home of having to learn how to cook in a crisis. So um, I thought that was awesome. Dr. James had a a client several years ago that um, had several health issues and so he taught her about diet and how to change her diet and she changed her diet and it was amazing and she did really, really well. And he says, I'm so impressed at how well you're cooking and doing that. She's like, oh, no, 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 I don't cook. We go out to the buffet every night. And he was just floored that the that even going to a buffet, you know, right now we can't, buffets are closed because of everything. But if you do your research, you look around, there are places that you can properly food combine. You can get the right food, good food that is healthy for you um, from an eat out place. Yeah. Yep. Which is really, really awesome. It helps with emotional stamina now on the on the lines of all of this we're trying to like keep ourselves safe going out in public and then there's that 4t syndrome that dr james talked about with everything the tv tells us everything so we can cut that out of our lives we can add positive in we can make sure we're keeping ourselves safe out when we go out in public and all of that and um dr james also had some products that help with stressful times and i i don't think we can do this podcast without talking about those things because when Stress affects your body, whether it's a good stress or a bad stress. It depletes its reserves if you are not able to feed it well and to keep your nerves um, strengthened and to keep all of those things in order. So for me, when I when I get stressed thinking about 4T syndrome and everything going around, I am so grateful for my Nerquilizer and Chillin. Um, Dr. James um, was a genius and inspired, I feel, in creating those and having those for his clients and for his customers to be able to help to strengthen their emotional muscles, um, especially in times like these. So if you are um, having more stress than usual, if your body gets shaky with stress, chilling um, is amazing for that. Chilling helps with... <laughs> all of that. You take a few chillin and the shakes stop. And it's not like it's a drug and it's suppressing anything. No, it is feeding your body what it needs to be able to cope with the stress. So it's it's just absolutely amazing to have chillin for that. And Nerquilizer, all it does is feed the nervous system. It's like, I bet there's a bunch of plants and vegetables and all sorts of stuff you could eat that could give you the same thing that is in Nerquilizer that could help keep your um, nervous system up to par and coping with everything that's going on today, but I'd really rather take a pill than to try and go find all those things. And um, I, I, have you, I don't know if you've ever opened a capsule of Nerquilizer, if you've had Nerquilizer in your house, it does not smell very pretty. There are some herbs in there that I wouldn't want to have to eat plain. I am so glad they're in a pill. When Dr. James first started out, they were in a tea and that did not taste yummy. That was pretty darn nasty. So the pills are amazing. So in your life and in all of these things to keep stress free. If you feel that you're, you just need a little extra help and a little extra boost, the herbs do not suppress anything. They don't suppress desires. They don't suppress feelings. They don't suppress anything. They just give your body the nutrients that they need 
to be able to cope with things. Most of the drugs that help with stress suppress. It sticks it in a bucket over in the corner, but it is still there. It is still, as soon as the drug wears off, can come and be dumped back on you again. But with, with the herbs, it doesn't do that. So wherever you're at in your stress level in this wonderful time of learning and growth and stress, um, just adding that little extra after, after all that we can do is amazing. So I hope this has been helpful to you. Hope we've like covered some things that are helpful. Um, if you have any questions, um, we'd love to hear from you. We love input. Um, and um, we will talk to you guys again. It is not the intent of professional herbal instruction or any persons associated therewith to diagnose or prescribe. The intent is only to offer herbal information for your consideration. In the event you use this information without your doctor's approval, you are prescribing for yourself, which is your God-given right. But professional herbal instruction or any persons associated herewith assume no responsibility. The claims and statements made on this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yeah.